this happened when I was 13. I lived in a duplex with my dad and brother. It was a two-bedroom and I shared a room with my dad while my older brother had his own room. It wasn't that uncommon for both of them to have plans at night while I stayed home to play video games and alone. This night was no different. My dad was probably at some bar and as for my brother, who really knows where he was. I was playing the original Resident Evil on PlayStation and at around midnight, my eyelids were getting really heavy and I decided to go to bed. I had slept with my bedroom door wide open. Now, not one time in the years that we lived in this place did my dad or brother ever come home by entering through the back sliding glass door. There were a couple of times where my brother didn't have his key for one reason or another and he knocked on my bedroom window to ask me to let him in. My dad always had his key though, and he would always come through the front door. On this night in question, I had heard the back door slide open. It was an old door, and sliding it open wasn't really that easy. It was also very loud, so I heard it crystal clearly. I lay in bed absolutely wide-eyed, my imagination going crazy. I heard whoever it was walk through the dining room, then through the kitchen, and then into the living room. They had made no attempt to be quiet. After a brief silent pause, I saw someone walk by my bedroom doorway. This scared the living hell out of me, as you can imagine, and my heart throbbed. Whoever was in my house walked into the bathroom that was right next to my bedroom, then flipped the light on. The light poured into my bedroom and I was just laying there, absolutely terrified, completely exposed by the light from the bathroom. You're probably wondering why I didn't shout for my brother or my dad. Well, because like I mentioned earlier, I knew it wasn't them and there was no one else that it could have been that would have made sense to me. Not a family member and definitely not a friend. I just knew that it was someone that didn't belong. The person then walked out of the bathroom, left the light on, then went into my brother's room and started making a ton of noise. It sounded like they were searching for something. All I did was lay there shivering. After a few more minutes, the person walked by my bedroom again. I expected at any moment that a stranger would then walk into my room, but they didn't. I heard them making noise in the living room, walking around huffing and puffing. Then they started walking back and forth right by my bedroom repeatedly, into the bathroom and then back out, over and over. At the time, I was 100% sure they were messing with me for some reason. They knew I was there, whoever they were. I heard the person making noises. By this and by the really huge figure that I saw walking back and forth, I knew it was a man. They continued walking around each room except for the one I was in, and then suddenly I heard them walk back through the house to the back sliding door, open it, and then leave. I lay there in bed terrified just wondering what the hell just happened. After a while, out of sheer exhaustion, I fell asleep. In the morning, I found that my dad and brother were home. I have asked the both of them dozens of times, but they both promised me that it wasn't them. Plus again, why the hell would they go through the back door then leave again through the back door? This was about 21 years ago. I'll never know who it was or why they were there. Nothing was missing either. What really makes me wonder to this day is why the hell they never came into my bedroom. 
I mean, the door was wide open and they walked by it at least 20 times. It just doesn't make sense. I was about 21 or 22 years old at the time and living by myself. I had left my window open on a really pleasant night. It was low enough to the ground that you could get in if you really tried, but the screen wasn't easy to take off. And I did live in a fairly safe neighborhood, so I didn't even think twice about it. I woke up in the middle of the night to the smell of smoke, and I reached out to turn on my lamp and my hand then hit what was very obviously a person. My brain fully woke up at that point and I realized there was a shirtless man right in my bedroom smoking a cigarette and staring at me. I remember yelling for him to get out of my room and I must have spooked him just as badly as he spooked me because he leapt out of my window and took off after that. I slammed it shut then moved a bookcase in front of it and when I went out the next morning in the daylight I found the screen sitting against the house. I didn't sleep for the rest of the night and I haven't slept with the window more than having it cracked ever since. I also absolutely refuse to live on the ground floor of a building. I don't know if he was planning to rob me or what, but it was absolutely terrifying and it really makes me wonder how many times it happened and I didn't wake up. It was scary. This happened a few years ago. My parents were both working out of the city. My siblings weren't home because they had to go to school that day, so I was left home alone. I was playing some games on the main PC in the house that's right in the living room. My parents never allowed me to have electronic devices in my room. They trusted me to stay home alone with all the rules of not picking up the phone or opening the door when someone knocks or when someone rings the doorbell. While I was playing games, I had heard the sound of my front door then opening. I was confused because my parents weren't to be home anytime soon. I checked the door and it was wide open, but there wasn't anyone there. I yelled for my mom and dad, but no answer. I texted the both of them, but they said they were still at work. I got a bit creeped out, but I thought they forgot to lock the door and maybe the wind opened it or something. I just decided to go back to the computer that I was playing games on, that is, until I heard a noise coming from my room. I got really frightened, but my stupid young self just decided to check it out to see what the noise was. I checked the bathroom first, but I then heard a zipper opening and closing. I didn't have a closet at the time since mine had recently had to go because there was mold behind it. I looked into my room, but everything seemed fine. I got a little closer to my temporary closet and opened it a bit. Once I opened the closet, my heart started pounding. There was a man holding a knife in my closet. I ran to my living room, shut my bedroom door, and took the house phone. I ran outside with the keys to lock the person in the house. I called the police and they were able to arrive shortly after. They looked through the house and they found the person trying to look for me all over the house. Since there was no way that he could have gotten out, he got arrested. I still get nightmares about this traumatic moment. What if I didn't hear them and I just went to sleep that night? Would I be dead? Who knows, but the thought of that absolutely terrifies me to this day. So I'm 16 years old now and living in a duplex with my family. 
which consists of three younger brothers all under five, my 18-year-old sister, and my mother and father. About three years ago when we lived in our old apartment, I was home alone for the entire day. This was pretty normal as my father worked in the summer. My mom would take the kids out to do things like swimming and other things like that. I usually just slept in and I had a small list of chores that I had to do during the day before everyone came home. One of those happened to be laundry. The way that the apartment is set up is on each level there's about 20 places where people live and only one laundry room shared amongst us. I lived a few doors down from it and I had to pass the door to the stairs in order to get to it, which that door had a little window. I was going to throw the clothes from the washer into the dryer when I then heard a clicking noise. I wasn't really sure what it was but for a second I decided to listen before it then stopped. I was always really freaked out from that apartment and this definitely wasn't helping. I finished throwing the laundry into the dryer and then started it. Then I started walking down the hall when I then heard that same clicking noise yet again. I froze. It sounded like it was coming from the stairwell. So as scared as I was, I looked out the window. And to my surprise, I didn't see anyone. Really relieved, I booked it down the hall to my apartment. I closed and locked the door, going about the day again. Or so I tried. When it's quiet in that apartment, you can really hear everything. Conversations, footsteps, laughing, everything. Especially from the hallway. And that's where the most crap was heard. I was in the kitchen feeding my animals when I heard slow, heavy footsteps in the hall. It sounded like they were coming down the hall right outside of the apartment. I decided to run to the living room and mute the TV so that I could listen when I then heard three loud bangs at my door. I was kind of crapping my pants at this point, not really knowing what to do. I kept the TV muted and slowly moved my way to the door, looking out the peephole. I was horrified at what I saw. It was a black figure standing with its back towards me. I didn't know what to do and I was frozen in place. And then, I then heard a familiar sound. That same bizarre clicking sound that I heard before. I noped the hell out of there and grabbed my animals, then hid in my room. I mean, I was really scared, but I was starting to wonder if it was really nothing. I usually listen to scary stories just like these to scare the crap out of me, but maybe something was actually there. Later in the evening, when my sister arrived home, I told her about what I saw because she's really into supernatural things like that. When I told her what I saw, the color from her face ran away. She said something along the lines of seeing that same figure, but in dark rooms and hallways, not lit ones. The next time I encountered it, I was sleeping on the bottom bunk and my sister in the top. The clock read 3.37am, the fan was going and the nightlight was plugged in. My sister was sound asleep at this point. I heard the clicking again, but this time quieter and from under the bed. One of my cats on my bed didn't seem to notice it, so I figured maybe I was just imagining it. That was until I then noticed a long black bony cold arm then reach out and start making its way right up to my bed. I then yelped, enough to wake up my sister but no one else. Pretty groggily she just tells me to shut up and that she's trying to sleep. But you gotta see this, I say as I look down and notice the thing's gone now. I didn't catch an ounce of sleep that night. 
I have lots of other terrifying stories from that hellhole apartment, but I think most of them revolve around that thing. Ever since I moved, I haven't had anything weird happen since. I'm just really glad that thing never followed me to my new house. Thank God for that. One night I was watching The Conjuring at home with my little sister when we heard someone putting a key in our front door as well as opening it. We were sitting in the living room next to a sliding door that was also very close to the front door so we both heard it very clearly. Now this didn't really alarm us since we knew that our dad had recently gone out to get some things so we kind of just assumed that maybe he had returned. Dad, you're back already? I casually asked. There was no response. Uh, Dad, are you there? I asked yet again, thinking he hadn't heard me the first time. Once again, just silence. Right at this point, I'm starting to get the feeling that something isn't quite right, and I could tell by the look on my sister's face that she was just as nervous as I was. We started to look at each other for a brief moment, wondering what we should do, before we started hearing a few more scattering sounds from right outside the sliding door. By this stage, I was frozen in fear. I tried one more time in a louder but shakier voice. Dad, is that you? But the silence continued. Now at this point I'm freaking out and I literally jump right off the couch. My sister also abruptly gets up and starts rapidly walking to the other end of the room which leads to the kitchen area. She later revealed to me that she was planning on grabbing a knife. She had this horrified look on her face that I hadn't ever seen before. We just looked at each other in nervous silence. I didn't really know what to do and I didn't want to make any further sounds. I finally decided to walk up to the sliding door and begin opening it as slowly as possible, now peering into the darkness. When the door was finally open wide enough, I poked my head out and scanned the corridor, now preparing for the worst. To my surprise, there was no one there, but what was more strange was that the front door was still completely shut. My sister and I were obviously both extremely relieved as we were almost certain that there was an intruder in our house. After this, I immediately went to go and ask my mom if it was her or whether she had noticed anything. She told me that she thought my dad had come home as well and she also heard someone opening the front door. Around a half an hour later, which felt like an eternity at the time, as we were still quite shaken from the incident, my dad finally arrived home and he confirmed to us that he hadn't returned home earlier. To this day, my sister and I still have no idea what happened that night, and I guess we never will. When I was nine, I was staying home alone. It was early morning and I had just gotten out of the shower and brushed my teeth. I put on my favorite outfit, set up a little area in the living room with a drink and a snack, and then turned on the TV to watch something. The phone rang. I went across the house to go answer it. The voice on the other end was, well, really familiar and really comforting for me. He asked me about my day so far and he made small talk. After about a minute or so, he then said, I like your outfit. Is pink your favorite color? I replied back with, Oh, thank you. Uh, no, it isn't. What were you planning on watching on TV? He asked. 
It took me a few seconds to understand what was happening as I was only nine years old and very naive. The voice on the other end of the phone then changed. It became deep and raspy and horrific. The voice then proceeded to describe all these horrible things that they wanted to do to me, and in detail. I went numb. My skin felt as if it were on fire and my heart was racing. I had never been more terrified in my entire life. I slammed down the phone and then I called my mom at work. I tried to explain what happened and I'm not sure I was making much sense. She got on to me for answering the phone and she told me to go back about my day. I remember trying to explain to her that he was watching me and that he told me what I had been doing and that he knew what I was wearing. I also mentioned that I was going to call 911 because I needed help. That isn't necessary. I'm not coming home. Just don't answer the phone and go watch TV. She said, and then I hung up. I was really confused and I was scared. I could feel his eyes on me. I pulled the curtains closed and I raced around the house, torn between doing what I felt was right and doing what I had been told by my mother. This whole time, the phone was ringing. The second it would stop, it would just start up yet again. The sound of the phone ringing would pulse through my entire body like electricity. It was practically paralyzing me. It was like I was frozen but also on fire at the same time. I waited for a pause in the ringing and called 911. I'm home by myself and I'm 9 years old and someone's watching me and telling me they're going to kill me. I told the operator. She tried to keep me calm and she said that she would send help for me. I remember standing there listening to this kind voice just trying to help me. But I could feel every scary movie scenario just playing out behind me. Was he creeping up behind me with a knife? Was he going to shoot me through a window? Was he going to throw a rock through the glass and open the door? I just didn't know. I couldn't breathe and I couldn't feel my body. In a moment of panic, I set off the alarm to the house and ran outside. I remember this sense of relief but also this overwhelming feeling of having a separation in my reality. The house felt small and dark and really dangerous and cold. Outside felt open, as well as safe and warm. I could hear lawnmowers and the sounds of birds chirping. It was a beautiful break from that bone-chilling feeling of the phone. It was like I was watching a movie and I could see myself experience both of these environments at the same time. A neighbor was pushing his child in a swing. He was concerned. He let me stand next to him and he protected me. I could hear the sirens now the blaring sound getting louder as they grew closer. It felt like it took an eternity, but the police finally arrived. An officer walked over to me and he asked me what happened. I did my best to explain it, but so many of the words on the phone that were used were just so embarrassing. I couldn't bring myself to use such adult words to a police officer. And his other words were just bone-chilling. I couldn't say those either. To this day, I can still hear my young voice repeating the words. He was watching me. He said he was going to kill me. Not long after, my mom's car pulled into the driveway. She, for some reason, decided to come home. She didn't look for me or come to speak to me. She just calmly got out and then walked over to the police officer. I was standing in the doorway from the house to the garage just facing the driveway. I could see my mom and the police officer. I was watching and trying to understand, trying to figure out what was happening. Then I saw it. She was laughing. 
My face was swollen from tears, my heart still racing, and my skin was on fire. And my mom was laughing? What the hell was going on? Very slowly, I crept a little closer, and I then overheard. I'm so sorry about this. I guess she just got scared being home alone and overreacted. I'm really sorry. What the hell's happening? What did I do wrong? Did I imagine this? Was this a dream? Should I not have called 911? Did I actually overreact? My memory of what happened after that is a little hazy. I remember refusing to stay home alone and the sound of the phone ringing just rippling through my body. It wasn't something I liked discussing. I refused to repeat what had been said to me by the voice on the phone. My mom decided that she knew who did it, but she didn't even know the details. There was no investigation, no one was questioned. She told me it was a boy who was the same age as me who lived across the street. I knew that was impossible, but no matter how much I protested it, I was always told that it was him. Many years later, after I was an adult with my own children, we were at Christmas. Everyone was in the living room and I had gone into the back bedroom to change a diaper. As I was walking out of the room and back into the living room, I could hear my mom laughing, her voice as if she had been telling a joke. The faces of everyone else in the room told a different story. Discomfort, anguish, shock, fear, yet she was still laughing. It felt as if I was walking in slow motion. One of my older children had actually stopped me from entering the living room and sort of pushed me back into the room that I had just come out of. She just told the story of you being home alone and the man threatening to kill you. She told it like it was a joke or something. Like some funny story from your childhood. My child told me. To this day, I never learned who it was that called me. I deal with my fear of ringing phones and phone conversations on a daily basis. It's awful.